Welcome, my jingoes, to episode 114 of This Week in K-Pop. In this episode, we will talk about Alice Vicious, Henry, Kwon Jina, Lovelies, Sai, Triple H, Unnies, and Yong Junhyong. My name is Steven, and with me, as always, is my lovely co-host, Josh. Hello. Now, This Week in K-Pop is a discussion podcast that covers the last two weeks of K-Pop music video releases. And each episode, Josh and I will pick what we think is the best song of the last two weeks. You can find more of our episodes on iTunes, the Google Play Store, and SoundCloud. Or you can go to our website, thisweekinkpop.com, which is updated sometimes. We want to welcome you guys back to our podcast. Welcome, welcome. We took a little break. Um, you may not have known that because the last episode came out very late. Um, I actually had to finish recording that while, or finish editing it while on vacation because that's how great I am. That's how we do, how we do, how we do. How we do. Uh, shout out to Core Black. Um, rest in pieces. Rest in pepperonis. Rest in pepperonis. So it may not be that long since you guys heard this, but it's been about two weeks since I've recorded with Josh. And what a crazy two weeks it's been because it, it wasn't a great two weeks. Crazy as in crazy bad. <laughs> we had our weekly, which is now a weekly discussion of like, is this the worst week we've ever had for the podcast? It's a ritual now. We, I, I want to submit this episode uh, for the running of the worst episode of 2017. Yeah. A quality of song wise, obviously yeah. the actual episode will be amazing. Uh, just amaze balls because you know we're talking, of course. Uh, but before we get to the songs, um, a couple episodes ago for uh, passing five hundred thousand downloads on iTunes, we ran a giveaway, and uh, a lot of you guys helped and signed up for that. We were giving away free monies, and we begged y'all to do it, and some of y'all did it, and we finally. Finally finished it. We're going to pick our two people. Why am I talking so much about this? That's not even true. We already picked two winners, and we're going to announce it right now. Yeah, we picked them randomly um, using this this site. So if you guys are skeptical, we have video evidence, but we can't show it to you necessarily because it has some personal information on it. So Yeah, we're gonna. I was going to put it on Instagram, but yeah, it blatantly shows names and email addresses so we might not want to do it but we do have video evidence that this is 100 real we did not rig this at all um so drum roll drum roll please. all right the winners there are two winners of course 50 dollars each amazon gift cards one of them is not from good old america okay one of them's from a faraway place called brazil brazil and uh, the winner's name is, I hope we're pronouncing it right, but we're probably not. It's Ida? Not Ada? It could be Ada. I want, I want to say Ida. I do. I also want to say Ida. Ida from Brazil. If that's you, we're going to contact you through your email, the one that you signed up on Gleam for. So look for that email so we can get your information, send, your, uh, send you your monies. Uh, Josh, why don't you announce the second one? And our second one is our good old Slack Chingo from Texas, Justin BD. Um, yeah, congratulations, y'all. Congratulations. 
Um, Horrible. Uh, I probably should have done that <laughs> for a reason we'll say later. Yeah. Um, but thank you guys for not only being longtime listeners, but for also signing up for free monies. Uh, of course, we're going to email both of you. We'll probably Slack you, Justin. Uh, we'll probably do that before you hear this anyway. So Yeah, that, you'll probably hear it from our mouths directly before you hear it from this podcast. But uh, congratulations and thank you guys so much. Thanks, everybody, for signing up. Uh, maybe we'll do a little bit more giveaways next milestone, you know, because we want to give back to the community, to the people that continue to listen to us jabber. Because after two weeks of not doing this, I'm jabbering a lot. We're rusty. It, it, it always happens this way, like, because we record every week, um, one for the main podcast and the opposite opposing weeks. What am I trying to say? Alternating weeks, we do something different. So we just didn't do that. And now we're all rusty must. I mean, I'm always rusty, but uh, let's get started. Just like last episode, I, Steven, won the rock, scissors, paper. That's two weeks in a row. Two weeks in a row. But now last week was an uptick. Last week's songs were, were, were better, and we were feeling good, and it was I thought it was because I won. Yeah, that was our theory, right? Um, turns out, it's not true at all. Who debunked. Theory uh, debunked. I won this episode, but the songs... Still kind of suck, but we're going to go with the my favorite song of the episode, which is a solid song. Not an amazing song, but it's a solid song. You've probably heard this song, though, uh, but stick around. We got some indie motherfuckers up in here. But the biggest name, he has some game, is Psy with my favorite song, New Face. <laughs> I released two songs and new face is not the lead one, uh, yeah. but it is the one that I like more. Now this song was produced of course by Sai and his longtime uh, producer helper dude, Yoo Gun Hyung. hope I'm saying Gun, Yoo Gun Hyung. It's either Gun or Gun. Yeah. English is G U N, but that could be Gun, right? Could be Gun. So yeah, it's not consistent across the board with like Korean names that are trans transposed like this. So, yeah, we were Sorry. just bitching about that earlier yeah. today. Um, but anyways, this is a producer that's pretty much worked on every single Psy song since Gangnam Style. Um, and you can tell, I think, uh, that a lot of Psy songs since Gangnam Style have sounded very similar. Um, but anyways, this song also features, at least in the music video, features A-Pink's none. Not really in the song, but no. uh, just in the music video. Yeah, in the stylistics of this song, are kind of in the same vein as the songs that we have 
heard from Psy since Gangnam Style because of the producer. Um, if you aren't really familiar with Psy's songs before Gangnam Style, I think they're a little bit different. But this song is like a Psy dance song, uh, a simple kind of resounding driving like bass sound to it. And it's it's just something that I, you know, Psy is like a performer and you're going to see him probably perform this. So Yeah, I mean, we... Uh it's kind of a thing where Psy, to a lot of people, of course, maybe not our listeners, but he was kind of the joke guy, right? But we've seen Psy in concert, or he came to one of our universities in our town, and he's an amazing, amazing performer. Like 120% energy all the time. Yeah, like way, way better than any other K-pop-related singers we've, we've heard. Um, he is a legit performer. He's He doesn't look like he's kind of bored and performing the same song 100 times, like... Like most of the girl groups or, or guy groups that we've seen are kind of like going through the motions. Yeah. And the crazy thing about when we saw him is that uh, usually colleges in Korea have like a festival like for every season or every semester. And he came for one of these concerts and it's a free concert. Anybody can come. And so a lot of times the groups that come really just half-ass it. Like yeah. really, really just half-ass it. But Psy was like, it it was it was really lit. Like everybody was dancing, jumping around. Like he really had a lot of energy and like was feeding off the crowd and everything. And this song um is kind of like that. Uh it's got a lot of kind of chantable, like repeatable parts to it. Um, like I said, it's got a really good driving kind of sound. But if I if I had to say, uh not as good obviously as Gangnam style, because you can't really compare anything to Gangnam style, it's huge. But for the songs since then, I think this is kind of one of the so, more so-so songs. You know, I didn't really like, you know, Daddy that much, right? I didn't really like... Nepal Bhaji. Um, Nepal Bhaji. That much. I mean, they were decent songs. And I think New Face is also a decent song. I just feel like this kind of thing that he's doing is getting a little long in the tooth nowadays. And I also think he's running out of creativity. Because even... You know, half of the fun of these Psy songs are are the music videos, right? Like, especially Gangnam Style. I mean, it, it's famous for the music video primarily, right? And Daddy had some cool, interesting kind of things, right? Like the old Psy and the baby Psy, right? It's a gimmick, but it was kind of cool, right? Uh, Nepal Paji had some really cool camera work and some cool transitions where it was like kind of a faux one shot for a little bit. But New Face's music video is really basic. It's... It's really just riffing on the idea that Psy wants this girl and he dresses up in weird costumes and in weird situations and dances. That's kind of yeah. all he does. Like in order to get the girl, he's just putting on like a whole bunch of different costumes. Like he's one like a, a leg massager. He's like a blackjack dealer. Right. And it, it it's funny because he's putting on all these, you know, costumes and such. And for a K-pop song, it is very humorous, but... Compared to what we've seen him do, this is kind of just the same old, same old. And that might be like kind of a harsh criticism. But for Steven and I, we didn't find it as funny as like the other music videos. Yeah, I wasn't even going to call it funny. I, I don't even find amusing. it particularly funny or I, I didn't find it amusing either. I, I just thought it was like he's an amazing dancer, um, but I just didn't find it, it very funny. Like putting on outfits and dancing m- he already did that. He's done that like three or four times by now. I just didn't find that that interesting. Um, so at least compared to his other music videos, I think this was not very good. Compared to a normal K-pop video, though, it's still a really good 
video. Like there's a lot of long, long-ish shots of him dancing, and it's not like an an insane amount of cuts. They do a really good job of making Nan look really, really good. I mean, she looks good normally. She looks good, yeah. But like she looks better, I think, in this video than in some aping videos. Like they do a really good job of like not putting a a, a crazy filter again. She looks really sharp, really clean. Um, they don't put her in frou frou outfits. They 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 put her in really kind of more mature, kind of classy, yeah, more, more mature outfits. And she looks amazing, uh, which is a good, I guess, dichotomy with size goofy nonsense outfits. So I just didn't think it was very funny, which maybe is a, a necessary expectation because it's a Psy thing. Um, but the, but the dancing, I mean, Psy go hard. I mean, yeah, he always goes hard. He fucks the dancing like he he's he's the energy comes out. Even in the music video, like he probably had to do it a million billion times. And watching the music video, you couldn't tell like if that was the first cut or like the hundredth cut, you know? Right. Um, and, and I think maybe there will be some people that like this version because because size humor was very juvenile uh, in, in the Ghana style and in the previous videos. And that's why it's funny to me, but it was very juvenile. And so maybe this he's this one, at least he's being a little bit more just dancey sigh instead of funny sigh i don't know if i agree with that because i i think some of like the ways that he dresses up and stuff it is still kind of juvenile in that childish kind of funny way um yes it just it's just not not as good and it's the same type of joke we've heard like maybe the sixth time so it's it's hard to kind of find it amusing after so many times even even if it was funny the first time and and while his he does go hard in his dancing i feel like by now he's reusing an awful lot of moves like there are a lot of like that's a side move that's another side move i've seen that side move and he just is remixing these moves slightly differently and it's kind of like okay i'm getting a little tired of it but yeah but at the same time that's it depends how you look on look at the whole situation like this whole series of releases, like this song, and we'll talk about it. I love it um, also, but they're very size sounding. Like the size kind of like footprint is all over them. And a lot of Korean people like that because that's what they like about Psy. You know, when they hear a Psy song, they're, they're expecting a certain thing. But for Steven and I, we kind of always, we like what we like, but we also really appreciate things that are new. So, I think for us, we're getting a little bit tired of it, but the Korean public, from what I kind of gather, uh, they still kind of like it. So, sure, but the Korean public and the international public are are two very different audiences. Audiences, right? Like, I mean, we don't talk about ballads, but fucking Korea loves those goddamn ballads, you know. Um, and, and especially a size song, I think, of all the releases of all the artists nowadays we should be more evaluating size music for an international kind of audience. And, you know, I still think it, it like, for example, I, I would doubt these songs are going to be on a chart for very long. Like, I feel like even compared to uh, Nepal Paji or, or, or daddy, like if I was a betting man, I would bet that neither of these two songs will be on the chart for as long as those were, because I still think Korean people would also find these same samey, but mm. maybe I'm wrong. Well, I mean, you don't really have to take that risk because there is another song that we're going to talk about that kind of has taken over the number one spot on a lot of charts. And so maybe that is a signal that the Korean public 
is tired of it as well. I mean, I can't believe that song is number one. Yeah, but anyways, uh, we'll move on to the other side song, and that is the song I picked. Um, I'm not sure if I like this song. No, no. I like this song less. I do want to say, after multiple listens, I do like this song less uh, than New Face. And this song is Size, I Love It. So this song, actually, when we were looking up the album, we were really surprised, but not necessarily in a good way. Uh, the producers obviously are Sai and the guy Yu Gun Hyung, um, but the surprise producer on this track is Zico. That's right, Z I Ko Block B Zico, Mr. Tough Cookie himself. Yeah, but here's here's the wild thing. I, I there's no trace of Zico in this song, at least for me. Yeah, I. If anything, I would have thought New Face would have a, a stankier producer on it because I think New Face's one is a little bit more modern sounding. I love it's backing track is really old sounding. Yeah, yeah. We So we commented, um, we didn't write it down, but we commented that uh, New Face kind of has this brass also sound in it that that does make it sound a little bit more modern. And it's quite stanky. It's quite stanky. You sniff a little bit. That's a little stanky. It's stanky stank. But I love it sounds so, for lack of a better word, Korean. Um, Steven and I have lived in Korea for a long time now, and this song is very kind of Korean dance music. Um, and Psy kind of does Korean dance music. So it's not as good as New Face because of a lot of reasons. Um, but there are kind of some redeemable points to the song i mean i think you're like not talking about your thoughts you're talking about other people korean people's thoughts it's like i mean did you like it did or not like so i i enjoyed it but it's not one of my favorite side songs it's probably kind of middling or even like low middle of the songs since gangnam style like because of the backing track or 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 what like i just think it's just not as catchy i love it is it does use a lot of kind of wordplay and puns that Psy does use a lot, but I just didn't really resonate with it as much. Um, when this song first came out, I was listening to it like quite a bit, but after a while, I, I just really got tired of it. Uh, I don't, yeah, I don't, if I had, if I was going to rate this song, I would download it. Um, how long it would stay in my playlist? Probably not very long at all. Because these songs are kind of like side dance songs. And if you're going to listen to a side dance song, there are better side dance songs than these ones. Yeah, I, I mean, I just wanted to hear you say it. Because uh, mm. I think you're trying to be a little bit, you're doing that pot, 
You're trying to be positive. I'm trying to be positive. You're right. wording it in like, well, other people might like it. So yeah, it's I don't like, want to bash. I don't, don't want to bash too hard on it. That, dude. Yeah, I don't want to bash too hard on it. But yeah, these are some of the worst. To, to be really f- fair and harsh, these are some of the worst side songs that we have heard since Gangnam Style. Or, or that kind of makes us sound like Gangnam Style was bad, but in the Gangnam Style era. Yeah, I I don't like this song much at all. Like I think. Like I love it what is the lead single and I think similarly to Daddy and Nepal Paji, like Nepal Paji was like the Korean oriented one because it's the more punny one and the more I mean the song is a, a Korean thing, right? And then this one is is also the more Korean one because the backing track is more Korean. It's it's also very punny. He sci finds just a lot of ways to to almost say shit, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, which doesn't translate to English, you know, at all. But I just don't find the song as catchy as Nepal Paji. I think the backing track is really boring. It sounds like uh, we were saying like a, a MIDI uh, karaoke version of this, a real song. Like, Yeah, if you guys have ever witnessed like a Korean karaoke bus, like this song would probably be blasted from that. And the thing about this song is that it's, I want to kind of raise the question, do you think I love it. So I, right now, I love it is ranked higher on the charts than New Face. Do you think the reason for that is because it is the title song or the lead single? Or do you think it's because Korean people like it more because it's more punny? I mean, I think they're all tied. Like, it's the lead single song because it's the more Korean song. And that's also why it's higher on the Korean track. Mm, so, pe- so, you kind of ex- so people kind of expect it that it should be like higher? No, I don't think it's like an expect expectation. I think it's the reason it was chosen as the lead song was because it's the more Korean song. So therefore it's going to be higher because it's the Korean one. Like right. whether it's a lead single or not, it, it's the more Korean one. So it's going to be higher on the Korean charts. And a smart person would make that the lead single. So therefore it's the lead single. Mm. Like, I think your question would be more apt if, the lead single was my new face and the Korean song was, I love it. Fair. And, and then you're asking me to choose between which one, but I mean, I, I think they're all the same thing. It's, it's the title. Cause it's the more Korean one, which therefore double powwow. Double it's, the, powwow. it's the higher ranking one, you know, mm. but I, I honestly feel that it in general, um, more American people, I, I, I believe would like new face more. Um, that also seems to me like the one that's made more for the American audience. It's the one with the cute girl in it, uh, which is a big thing in a lot of size uh, international ones, right? It's also the one where I think it is the better music video. Like it, like I actually think I love it and um, New Face are pretty much the same video. It's just Psy dressing up in kind of outfits dancing and around. dancing around. Um and I think I love it is a little bit more tame. Like I think the backup dancers wear more interesting clothes than Psy does in I Love It. Like the um, after school uh, marching band uniforms, you know. But I love it does have the PP PPAP guy, right? And yeah, I, yeah. I mean, he shows up once to do his little hand movement. Yeah, and also has uh, the Korean actor uh, Lee Byung Hyun. Yeah, which. So random. Like he doesn't do any dancing. You know, he sort of does this weird wall mime dance. Yeah, I think he just call that dancing. 
I don't even know why he's in there. You know, it's like, whoa, this actor, you know. Uh, so for me personally, I, I didn't I, I thought I love it was far uh, inferior to even just New Face, let alone any of the past songs, you know, like Gentleman or even Daddy. Um, Do you think uh, Psy and YG purposely like made two like have two lead singles in order one for the international audience and one for the Korean audience because I mean you're, you're kind of making a good point because um new face you as you as we kind of agree it does sound like the international audience would like it it does follow a lot of things like from Gangnam style right you got a cute girl and yada 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 and while um I love it does have like cameos and such there are cameos that more Korean people would notice right I think starting from like Daddy and Nepopaji, yes. But like, for example, it, the Gentleman, I think, was definitely for the American audience. And the later on, they released, like, it wasn't a dual release for, for Gentleman. So later we got Hangover, which is also definitely for the American audience. And then we got, you know, Father later on. And Father is definitely for Korea. Yeah. So I do think starting from Daddy, which is not, which is just last time, you know. But I definitely think they did one America, one Korea, and they also did that this time. I really do believe that. Yeah, because, I mean, Psy always has, like, cameos, right? So the cameos that do come out do kind of make you think a little bit, at least in the way I kind of look at it. What do you mean? Because pretty girls are pretty girls, right? Like, mm-hmm. non, it doesn't matter if you're Korean or not. She's She's pretty, right? But the Korean actor, like a lot of people might not even recognize him that he's a guy from like Magnificent Seven, you know, like not I'm not trying to be racist or anything, but a lot of people would not recognize him. And even if you did, you're not going to be like, oh, boy, it's the ninja from G.I. Joe. right? Like, <laughs> or that, that Asian cowboy from Magnificent Seven. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like Korean people will look at him like, oh, I know exactly who that is. Right. Right. Definitely. And he's not like particularly funny, like in Gangnam style, it has a lot of. Like like UJ Sok and like a lot of the Infinity Challenge guys and like those guys are funny because you don't really need to know who they are and they kind of add it to the music video because they're funny. Yeah, I I I know for a fact there are a lot of people that like looked up Running Man because of seeing UJ Sok and uh, discovering Inf- Infinity Challenge because of the people that showed up in in mm. Gundam style and, and Hyona also. Mm-hmm. Um, they, like, there's a shit ton of people that were like, "Oh, who, who's that hot who girl? Is this, it was this cute girl." Wait, Hyona was the one in Gangnam Style, Style right? yeah. Uh, in Daddy, I think it was T- CL, CL. Right. If, if I and saw then that. in was in CL? Gentleman, it was um, Gaian, right? Yes, like in the music video, but not yeah, the, not the song. Yeah. Right. Anyways, uh, that's Psy. That that's our biggest release. Um, I should have mentioned this at the top, but we were recording this on Saturday, and we know that twice this song comes out on Monday. You may not hear this podcast until after Monday, but just so y'all know, there's a reason we're not talking about twice, and that's because it's not out yet when we're recording this. Unfortunately, because yeah, we, re- we I really wanted I really Ooh. wanted twice to come out because we really needed them. But uh, moving on to my next favorite song of the episode, and uh, we're gonna start talking about some indie people. And uh, my pick is by a girl, very, very uh, beautiful singing girl. Her name is Kwon Jin Ah, and she has a new song called Fly Away. <laughs> 
미쳤어 일어나서부터 기분이 뭐 같았어 어, 아침을 먹는데 확인한 핸드폰에 밤사이 와 있는 네 문자를 보고선 기분을 잡쳤어 또다시 날 질러보는 네가 뻔히 보여서 거지같이 그다지 썩 반갑지 않으니까 네가 힘들어하는지 어떤지 이제 아무렇지도 않아 하나도 안 미안해서 미안해 I'm gonna fly away Gonna fly away 마음은 안 가볍지 날아갈 듯 가볍지 Hwanjana, we previously talked about her when uh, she had a duet with Sam Kim that we like called For Now. She's in Antenna Music along with Sam Kim, and uh, she also plays third place on K-Pop Star 3, so maybe you know her from that. Um, but she just has a really great voice, and while this is a ballad song, kind of ballad with a beat a little bit, um, the, the best part about it is that she's... She she seems like she's really really singing this song. Like she's putting in a lot of ad libbing. There's a lot of like uh, when I'm listening to it, I can hear the boring SM version of this song. Like I could hear the SM version of this song. Um, but Kwon Jin Ah, like she she goes up and she goes down when I don't expect it. She does a little uppity uppity down. She does a little ad libbing, and I think I I think it sounds. Pretty good. Yeah, it has a lot of like personality. And I, I remember the first time we listened to this song, um, I made a comment that it it really sounds like it was really stupid the comment actually, but I think you understood what I meant. Um, I said that it sounded like she wrote the song, and of course she did write the song. But what I mean by that is that she's very familiar with it, and it seems like she's performed it a lot, and she has uh, the ins and outs of the song in order for her to kind of you know, fill it around with kind of the the notes um, and not just kind of sing with the melody. And for a song that is relatively simple, it can be like night and day. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's also kind of what I mean with the SM version where there's no really personal connection to the singer and the song, right? Because the song was probably made by some random European person, right? Um, this does sound like, and it is true, she did compose the song and she did write the lyrics. So this is her song and I can feel that. I don't hate all ballads, you know? I just... It, There's it, some ballads you just can't connect with and ballads are about connecting, right? Right. But but I will say, I, I don't like this song because I feel sad when I, you know, I, I don't emotionally connect to this song. That's why this is an amazing song. Um, I just really appreciate her voice and I appreciate kind of what she does with the ad-libbing um, because I, I've heard so many songs in, in, in doing this you know podcast and it, anytime there's like a tiny little bit deviation of what I expect like I like that and there were a lot of times where I'm like oh I fully expect her to just be like da 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 but she's like da 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 and you're like woohoo yippee um, also the music video was a little refreshing it's not an amazing music video but uh, it's it's just kind of her and her friends, all girls, and it's just kind of like a girls' night out. They're just having fun, and that's normally a video concept we see from boys. 
where it's like a boys' night out, and they're like running around town, holding holding a, a flares and kind of looking cool. But this is like all girls. There's not a, no guys in it. It's not about guys. It's just about you know flying away. You know, it's and just it was about nice chilling. It was with just your about homies. relaxing. Yeah, and it's nice. You know, girls are not all about love and all about for a dude. You know, yeah, it felt it felt really natural. And there's this like super long take or like slow motion take of like really close up to her face and the wind, the wind's blowing the hair in her eyes and her mouth. And I'm like, good on you, girl. Cause <laughs> I'd be blanking and I'd be choking. Yeah. Maybe and Steve were just, well, we, when that scene came out, we were just like, oh, we just, oh, I hate this. I hate when hair is in your face. And I was like, yeah, when it gets to your mouth and everything. And we have like a connection about how we hate hair and stuff like just in your face. Yeah. Like when, when I was in Seoul with my sister, it was really windy. We were trying to take pictures, uh, you know, at, at the palace and at the all the touristy spots, right? And, like, the wind was just blowing my hair, like, all over my, 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 my eyes and my mouth. And I'm like, I look like a blithering idiot trying to get all this hair under control. But sh- she did it. She did it. She just let that hair smack her in the face. For, like, a full, like, couple minutes, too. Man, good job, girl. Hey, that's on you. Um, but yeah, that's a ballad, Kwan Jina, that I like. Um, but you know who else I like? Our Patreon Chingus. We want to thank all the people that helped donate to us in April. Last month, 41 amazing Chingus continued to donate to us. And we want to give a super special, super awesome shout out to the people that donated $25 or more. And we whispered this person's name last time. And she didn't like it. She, didn't like she that. got the heebie-jeebies. She, she said on Slack. So, do we want to double down on that? Josh? I think we want to double down, Stephen. <laughs> do we want to keep whispering until she stops donating? Is that is that how oh, we're gonna be? Oh yeah, maybe we should rethink that. Yeah. Um, Texan accent? We can't use Chinese accent. Yeah, we we technically should not be using any accents for people I've been mentioning. I okay. So maybe we'll just say it boringly and normally. So thank you so much. Lauren C. You know, I'll say in a robot voice, like, like the speaking box, Lauren C. It's like that Siri, um, like the text to speech on like Twitch channel. Yeah, text to speech. Um, but yeah, Lauren, thank you, thank you so much for uh, continuing, continuing to donate so much fucking money to us every month. Um, if you want to be a Slack Chingu, uh, you can donate to our Patreon for two dollars or more. You get access to our Slack channel where we. Talk about how creepy we are with Lauren C, right? And starting in June, um, the plan is to start in June. We're going to start offering kind of Patreon-only portions of the podcast, like extra little 20 to 30-minute little uh, segments or maybe Q&As or little snippets that can only be listened to if you're a Patreon supporter. We'll talk more into details next month. But uh, maybe sign up now. If you sign up now, you'll for sure get that stuff in June when we do do it. Do-do. And I did say do-do. Speaking of do-do, let's talk about the next song. (laughs) Let's keep talking about the songs for this episode. 2K17. But yeah, uh, this next song is not necessarily an indie song. It is someone that you guys are probably familiar with. um, And that is Henry from SM. His song is called Real Love. Thank 
그냥 살다 보면 나타나겠지 넌 생각 몇 년째 억지로 사람도 만나보고 안 가던 곳도 멋부리고 나가봐도 연애 세포들이 다 죽었는지 결론은 똑같아 어, 미치겠어 난 나도 이제 사랑 좀 하고 싶어 옷 스쳐 지나는 그런 애들 말고 사랑이 하고 싶어 그냥 같이 걸을 때에 그냥 아무 말 없이 서로를 바라볼 때 가만히 있어도 널 웃게 해줄게 Promise you 
but it really kind of uh, made me feel like good chemistry between the two because a lot of times in especially Korean music videos where it's like a love music video, they will have like people like coming together and it looks really like awkward and like robotic. But there's one scene that I distinctly remembered and I thought, oh, I could totally believe there are couples when she like totally jumped in like Henry's arms, but like legs spread out kind of jump. Yeah, they seem very comfortable mm-hmm. and but also kind of touchy like a couple would probably be. Yeah, very uh, uh, real affection is what I would describe it as. Um, but the, the English uh, title is real love, but the Korean title is different. It has a very different meaning, right? It's kind of like I want to fall in love or I want to love is the title, I guess you would Right. Translated to, at least I would translate it to. And so actually, I, I didn't look up the lyrics to girlfriend, but it kind of seems like maybe he broke up with his girlfriend, and because that's more of a sadder R and B kind of joint. Oh. And now he's like trying to move on. He's like, nah, it's I'm looking for love. I want real love. I don't want that bitch that left me. Right. I want real love, and it's more happy <laughs> and upbeat. So maybe the next song in this trilogy, the last song in this trilogy, is called like I fucked it. <laughs> I, no, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's called Hole in One, John. It's called Hole in One. <laughs> All in One? All in One, baby. Um, <laughs> but anyway, that, that's Henry. Want to fucks on your body? It's just <laughs> <laughs> you knew I was going to say it. Good old inside jokes. Um, yeah, so Henry, uh, he was also complaining, you know, like uh, Amber, that he, he wasn't getting much attention and he wasn't getting much to do. So it is nice to see that, because um, I think Girlfriend was an official release. It was like, Someone leaked it because he played it in a in a in a video or something. I, I think that's what Jonathan said. So it's really nice to see like an, a real you know release by Henry from from SM. Although he's been getting I think more than more push. Amber then. Yeah, definitely more push than Amber because he had a song with like So You, um, right. called Running. I think. Yeah, I like that song um, too. Which was pretty good. Yeah. Not to be confused with Pristine's Running, which is also yeah. pretty darn good. I mean, Henry's had a few releases this year, so I mean, I don't want to call him like too complainy because he he is at least being able to release songs compared to like Amber. Who, when was the last time we heard anything that she released? Right, it was probably like three weeks maybe, ago. We just didn't like it. Maybe, but it feels like for Amber, it's been like a year or so, and Henry is maybe second or third song this year. Kiss that, that right? brass, man. I don't know. Uh, that shake that brass. Oh, shake that. that's how little I've heard that that terrible song. <laughs> Anyways, um, well, moving on to maybe terrible songs, but I like <laughs> it. I I'm really kind of down with this song. I'm, I'm still kind of half and half. I I don't know how I feel about this song. Like I there's like so, there's some things I like about it, but it's just so strange. But you know, talk about it. See what is it? Yeah. So this is by a girl, Alice Vicious, and the song is called Golden Blood. You wanna ride? Sure, Captain. Yeah. 
Already. Already. Now, Alice Vicious, formerly called Livy, which is a name I kind of feel like we've heard stuff from her, but I, obviously, I don't think we've ever talked about her on the podcast. Um, but she's a weird, she's a weird girl. She's a weird girl. The song itself is a little bit, a little bit weird, too. Yeah. Uh, everything about this is weird. So the song itself is this kind of crazy hodgepodge of different stuff. Like, it's got kind of the Korean indie girl, like, higher tone voice. Um, but it also has this like EDM kind of sounds in it, but it also has kind of chill Korean hip hop synth sounds in it, but it also kind of mixes them together in this weird mix. It's interesting to it, say it the least. Interesting. And that's part of the reason why I like it. Not because it's super catchy or because it makes me happy. Like, like Kwon Jin Oz, right? It's just, it's a head scratcher is what it is. Yeah. Like I've, we've heard a million indie girl Korean voice songs, right? We've heard a lot of them. And even the songs that we do enjoy, like Oh Hyo's Pizza or something, right? Like that's more basic. This it was interesting. This is like, huh, yeah. and then when you watch the video, it just gets even crazier. I think this is where we kind of have the most split of our feelings for this song. I The video, I I would be happy never to watch it again. Uh, the thing is, I, I don't... It's not that I want to watch the video again. I just think that we watched the whole video because it, your attention is just so mesmerized by the weird shit going on. You're right. It's just like, what's that? What's that? What is that? What is that? Yeah, like, am I... I thought this music video was more engaging than size. I love it. Like, I... And then I love it. I was like, all right, well, he's dancing again, doing it again. But I'm like, this time I'm like, who's this dude? Is this an emo vampire hunter? Wait, who's this dude? This dude is a cholo. Wait, who's this dude? This, this girl with gauges wearing a weird face thing. Who's this tall model angsty boy? Like, <laughs> is that a mask that's just sideburns? <laughs> yeah. It is so interesting, like this conglomeration of friends that Alice Vicious has put together. And But it's like... But they're like doing kind of normal things. Like they're going to the amusement park. They're playing some of these like traditional Korean games, right? Like this Poggy like game and the dice thing where you have to catch certain numbers, right? Like they're kind of doing normal things. But they're so weird. But they're doing it in a weird, creepy way. And she's kind of dressed kind of like a Lolita. It's really weird. But here's the, cr- the craziest thing, at least for me. This. You know how sometimes you think people are just like playing it up, right? Like they're putting on an outfit for K-pop and like they don't dress like that on the day-to-day. I would put money, if I was a betting man, I would put money that this is pretty similar to how they dress on the day-to-day. Like you think, do you think these are her actual friends? I think they might be actual friends. Like just people that she does know. Could be. Could that be. just wear shit like this. It's so weird. It's just so weird. But, but I also think it's weird because like while in America, I feel like I've seen the equivalence to all these things, right? I've seen emo vampire hunter before. Right? I've seen kind of cholo Asian dude before, right? I've seen kind of tall model like, but a little cocainey and cocainey. Yeah. Angsty. Like I've seen these things, but in America, but like in Korea, you never see any of that stuff. And, right. and so it's really interesting, I think, to, to, to see it all together in, in a Korean video. Although she must be from America, I feel, because uh, she, she does use a lot of English in this. Yeah, I think we said the chorus was all in English. 
Uh, if I remember correctly. Yeah, or maybe not all, but a lot of it is. It's a little hard to understand her because she's a little weird. <laughs> she got a little weird. She sings weird. There's a weird filter, and it's just is weird. But, but you need to watch it. But interesting. That's the thing. For better or for worse, like I'm telling you, I, this is a weirdo song. Maybe you like weirdo music. Alice, motherfucking vicious. And we looked up some of her other songs, and it is kind of in the same uh, wheelhouse. So if you do like this song, do check out some of her other songs. I think we also like some of her other songs. They they kind of caught our ear and our attention. So yeah, Alice Vicious. So transitioning from just weird, uh, let's go into a little bit more generic, I guess. Um, this song is by Young Jin Young featuring Hayes. The song is called Wonder If. I'm just curious, don't get me wrong. Young Jin Young, aka Popping Dragon, aka Joker, aka Leftward Sloping Penis, aka Dude from Highlight, which is also aka Beast. Um, yeah, we didn't know this this guy was from Beast. <laughs> Sorry. And also one of those were wrong. <laughs> but uh obviously he's not called Joker. Obviously. Leftward sloping but penis, though. That's definitely that's definitely him. Definitely not little Dicky. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we were really surprised to find out that he was the guy from Beast because even though we've listened to a, a fair share of Beast and AKA Highlight, I, we don't actually know the members uh, very well, right? In our defense, we do know maybe half the members or former members of Beast because we yeah. were naming them out. We knew about half of them. Not bad. Not bad. But we're just not, we were never really into, right? Like I can recognize all at like 2 p.m., right? Because I, I really, I, I've done my time with them. We never did our time with Beast. So when we were like, yo, this dude from Beast, we were like, interesting. Also, the music video doesn't give us any help because it's like super dark. You never really see his face full on. It's always his profile and it's like murky and shit like that. Like it is pretty much one of those chill hip hop indie dude music videos. And we thought this was just another chill hip hop indie dude. Um, turns out he's not an indie dude. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, this song is really strange. Uh, <laughs> Steven and I came to this um this agreement that we actually would prefer a little bit of autotune in this song what? not 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 so much like where it's very noticeable and and we're not saying that he's a bad singer but for stylistically i think autotune would have helped a little bit more because it is a chill hip-hop song like i think it would have helped him out help him to chill a little bit more um like that's the reason why i feel like autotune would, would have been cool in this case um, not that autotune is good, 
but he's not I don't think he's chill enough in this song. Like I think he actually is rapping too much or too fast or like sing talking too fast. There there's something about it that doesn't really make it seem full chill hip hop. Yeah. It it does kind of sound like someone trying to ape chill hip hop but not really getting like he's got the basics kind of down. But he doesn't have that like DPR level of it down, you know? Right. And also the problem sometimes you can run into with chill hip hop is that it gets very um, repetitive and not in a good way. Right. It, it becomes too droning. And if it gets too droning in a long, and the song is like, what, three minutes, then you kind of do run into some problem, which I am very appreciative that Hayes does come in. And when we were first listening to the song, she doesn't come in until like the last fourth of the song. So we thought it was going to be rapping haze. And Steven and I do not like rapping haze, but to pleasantly, uh, pleasantly surprised it was singing haze. And it was a great idea because it was starting to get a little bit long. Yeah, but it, it kind of comes in like Taeyeon in that Crushes song, song where it's like, it comes in way too late. Like, you might as well not even consider it part of the song. Like, but, but I do think that, you know, when you were saying a chill hip hop song can be a little bit droney, right? Like for me, the better chill hip hop songs compared to the average chill hip hop songs is is more about the backing track, right? The backing track makes it less boring, right? Because uh, chill's kind of another word for boring. It's just it's like an in- interesting boring, right? It's like you're kind of grooving along to it. And I don't really think the backing track for this song is that interesting, and that's probably why I feel like it's not that good of a song. Um, yeah, it doesn't really stand out too much. And even though you did pick it, yeah. this was like, one, we're calling this one of the worst weeks because we didn't even want to pick this song. No, if I had a, if I had a choice, like, I think we would have stopped it pretty much at Alice Vicious um, because I, I did want to talk about Alice Vicious. This is a really interesting song. And Henry, even though, I, even though I picked Henry, like, I mean, I yeah, like, if we kind of had our way, this episode we would talk about like maybe three songs. Yeah, yeah. I, I, and, and if I had my way, I wouldn't even talked about love it until Big Name No Games because I. Yeah. I well, that's what I. Yeah. But so, sorry. Yeah. Sorry about sorry. that. But I, you know, if you do like, like, I don't think it's a bad song. Don't don't get us wrong. It's not a bad song. It's just not super interesting song. It is interesting conceptually that I I never would have thought this was a highlight member, right? Like he's trying something like this. He's trying something like this. Like, that's cool, you know? Um, so, yeah, keep on keeping on. Hopefully, But, the, but there are better iterations of this song. Yeah, yeah. Um, but you know what there aren't better iterations of? What? Our fans. And now's the time where we read some of those motherfucking iTunes reviews, baby. And this episode, our ratings went from 144 to 146, which is kind of weird because we got three reviews. But the ratings only went up yeah, by two. I don't know how that works out. But the <laughs> iTunes is notorious for being weird about that kind of stuff. So first, I want to read the first review by Ba 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 Now Ba 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 says uh, the title of the review is Agree to Disagree. Um, we disagree a lot about songs. I like G Friends Fingertip. But it's always fun to listen to you guys, and I love being introduced to new songs through you guys. Ohio's Pizza is my jam. 
It's refreshing to hear people talk about K-pop without the blindness that comes from fandom. And I 100% agree that if you like something, you should critique it. I also love girl groups, so thanks for always highlighting them. Thanks, y'all. Oh, thank you. Thank you very much. Uh, so the next review I'm going to read is from N Citizen. Uh, he or she says, love the boobity boos. I love listening to this podcast. I love their unbiased opinions and good and bad critiques to the songs and MVs they review. Uh, one of the best things with this podcast is they always mention songs I would have never heard before and have now fallen in love with. Uh, songs like Rollin' by Brave Girls, Hui Hui by La Boom, Really Really by Winner, and uh, Highlight by Seventeen. Also love how they don't have a filter. I love SM, so I pray when all the big groups start coming out with music, these guys love their music. Um, yeah, I we like we said in the past, we really want to love things, and we love to love things, and we hope to love things soon <laughs> yeah but i do actually find it interesting because obviously this person is an sm fan right her, her name is is n citizen but the n c and t are capitalized right huh. so it's NCT. interesting um, because normally we hear about like for example in bob and baba baba right here uh, her, her or him's uh like indie thing was like oh Hill's pizza which is which is a legit indie song but for nct's or N citizens, the songs this person never would have heard are like actually kind of big name people, right? They're just not SM big name people, right? Like Winner and Seventeen and Laboom, right? Yeah. Um, so I, I think I often forget how many people kind of only focus on certain companies, right? Like yeah. some people like only listen to SM, or some people primarily only listen to YG. Um, it, it's been a long time since I've really talked to anybody like that, so I. I find that very interesting in yeah. Citizen. But I also kind of want to cut them some slack sometimes because some people, when they first get into K-pop, they just don't really know where to go for more music because as Steven and I kind of mentioned a lot, uh, at, at least off camera, is that there's no real place for like a centralized K-pop thing. And so... Well, there is now, but... But yeah. Not, maybe not when we... Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's, it, it is like... You said really surprising that someone who seems to know a good amount about K-pop music has, has wouldn't have heard these songs. I argue that you would have heard them even without us, but thank you nonetheless. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Should you read this last yeah. one, Steven? Um, yeah, sure. The last review we got uh, was by Sunny Wang, and this and the review is titled "Absolutely Not Okay to Make Fun of Chinese Accents Because You're Asian." And the review is just one word, horrible. So, sorry, Sunny Wong. Thank you so much for leaving us a, a one-star review. Yeah, uh, you know, I could probably spend a lot of time talking about this. I don't know if you're still listening, Sunny Wang, but uh, not. we're not actually making fun of the Chinese accent. We are using the Chinese accent to comedic effect, but but when you're making fun of it, it's like more like, oh, stupid Chinese people sound like this. Like, we're, we're not like that. We're just like... I know people who speak very similarly to that. And so do you, Josh, right? Yeah, like members of my family. <laughs> yeah. Um, my dad's a little bit better. But my favorite memory of my father, I remember we were getting McDonald's and there was a new thing. And the new thing was the McFlurry. Um, it was a long, long time ago. And so my dad ordered the McFlurry, but he couldn't say McFlurry. So he would always say McFurry. And so we would always thought it was hilarious to make our dad order our McFurries. 
And so, you know, the other drive through, he'd be like, two McFurries. And the dude's like, McFlurry? And he's like, yeah, McFurry. Uh, it's just funny. Obviously, we're exaggerating the accent. Um, right. For comedic uh, effect. For the record, there are entire, like, not saying it's okay because of this, but there are legitimately entire TV shows and entire YouTube channels literally based on people using fake Chinese accents. Like, there are m- much worse things in this world. But I'm sorry, Sonny Wang, if you don't like us. Sorry. Sayonara. Wait. <laughs> that's the wrong that's the wrong one uh bye bye oh bye bye oh that was terrible Ooh, that cringy me a little bit cringy i'm cringe. actually really bad at accents i know that well that means it's a david you heard of me steven you heard of me you heard of me oh stop see it okay sunny wang if you're still listening okay probably not probably not <laughs> Is it okay then if I actually speak Chinese in a Chinese accent? Is that more or less racist than speaking English in a Chinese accent? Hmm. Right. Because okay, so I'm gonna go on a tangent. But you know the funny thing is in Korea, um, people say my Korean is really good because I it sounds more Korean, like I'm speaking with a Korean accent. And the reason is is because for a long time I would just do like a really fake Korean accent. But sometimes taxi drivers can't understand me when I'm saying something in Konglish in my English accent. So I have to say it in the Korean accent. So, Sunny Wang, Sunny Wong, what you think about that? One word. What you think about that? Horrible. Um, but no, like my sister was just here and I'm like, you know, I left. I had to come back to work before she left. So she was in Seoul for a couple of days by herself. And I'm like, like, if you need to talk to anybody, you need to speak slowly and you need to like Asian fi. Asian fi every single English word, right? Like obviously hotel is a word that Koreans use is a Konglish word. They use hotel, but you can't say hotel. You gotta be like hotel. hotel right? You just you can't say McDonald's, like let's go to McDonald's. You gotta be like McDonald's. Right. Is that racist? I don't know. One word, Stephen, horrible. Horrible. Um, one word racist. <laughs> well spe- <laughs> speaking of racist, which we definitely are not. No, we're definitely racist, but yeah. But what else is not is our next section. All right. And while this section is normally called Big Names, No Game, there's not many big names this time. So we're going to revamp this. And this song, this section is now called Not Really Big Names, but Still No Games. Yeah. And this is a section where we talk about uh, songs that we didn't really like because people do ask us, hey, what do you think about this song? What do you think about this song? You didn't mention in your podcast. Um, because normally we talk about songs that we'd really, really like in our podcast, but not in 2K17. Um, speaking of 2K17, Josh, why don't you read the first song? So the first, not really big names, uh, no games, is Lovelies. The song is called Now We. Mm-hmm. 
their last song was Wow. And Steven and I kind of split about this song. I like the song. Um, after a few after a few listens, Steven still does not like the song. There's something really cringy about that song. But we can both agree this song is just completely nothing. It's nothing. There's just not there's just nothing about it. Yeah. It's like sing talking cutesy voice to the max. Sing talk one hundred percent, melody zero percent. Um and Lovelies, I know, you know, last episode we had a review that's like, man, I hope you guys talk more about cutesy groups like Lovelies. And it's like, I my favorite Lovelies songs were the first couple, right? Candy Jelly Love. Yeah. Achoo. Um, there's one with all the whole names in Korean, so I don't actually know. Listen, something Love Tomorrow, something right. better. But their last like four or five releases are like just so focused on the cutesy sing talking. Um, we were actually talking about like why did I like their first couple of songs and not uh, like Achu, which Josh still really likes, or, I do. or Wow, right? That Josh thought was okay and I didn't like. And I'm like, why do I not like these songs compared to their previous ones? And we realized it's because they started like dropping out the backing track and like focusing on the sing talking, and like their singing voice is just not good. Now I. I'm sure, again, there's someone that's like, actually, they can sing very well. I've seen them sing this song and this song. It's Friday show. And that might be true. But in this song that we are hearing, their singing's not that good. Yeah. Right? It, it might just be because, like, I'm not trying to make excuses for them. But stylistically, these songs are all the same. And they all kind of, I guess, quote, unquote, require sing talking. And Stephen and I have never, ever been advocates of sing talking ever um sure well th- th- you know that th- i was gonna say that's not true like i we're we're fine with sing talking in brave sound songs because he does an amazing job of covering up the sing talking right he adds in kind of a distraction or some kind of melodic distraction to because like for there are plenty like four minutes only gain weight my favorite song maybe of Tons all of time talking there's so much sing talking in there but you you get distracted by how great the the boopity boops are, right? Yeah, yeah. Maybe let me rephrase that. Um, the like you said, the songs as of late, the kind of main dish is sing talking, right? And there's no side dishes. And what's really bothering me about this song is that when you and I first listened to it, uh, this song we there was no discernible melody at all, and we were we were trying to figure out why, and then you kind of pinpointed it oh because where there should be a melody there's just sing talking and there's right. nothing else right and sing- we were talking about the verse specifically. yeah yeah specific specifically the verse there's kind of this weird sound that just drowns out everything but they kind of put it in because it's a very lovely these days kind of stylistic sound yeah yeah and the music video is like again kind of just passable like it's not terrible but it's not very good. Like, there's this weird filter to it. It's not the normal beauty washed out filter. It's like this weird filter that makes everything look a little bit more red, a little bit more orangey. Um, and it really makes their the makeup that they're wearing pop, but like pop in the clown way. Like not, cakey. Yeah, not in the sexy way. Yeah, I. so for me, I like... Or the cute way. I like makeup that enhances, like, your, your beauty. And if it looks like there's no makeup it looks like you're wearing no makeup no the better makeup. right right it sound it looks better and i think a lot of people would agree with me in that 
but they also use this weird lighting in this music video where it really makes their makeup look really, really, really terrible. And it might either be the angle they're using it or like the brightness of the lighting, but it's really, really bad. And, and there's some cute ass motherfucking cute girls in Lovelace. Yeah, like, for sure. But it just doesn't like sometimes they look okay and then sometimes it's no. It's just no. Yeah. Why? Why do this? Why make pretty girls not pretty? Why you do that? Yeah. And weirdly enough, I mean, this happens for a lot of groups, but like we were listening to like five or six lovely songs in a row and good God, do they just all bleed together. <laughs> good googly, Miss Boogly. We were like, if we just lined up these songs in a Lovelies playlist, I would not know when one song starts and one song ends. Like only the verses though. Right, right. Once you get to Achoo, you're going to be like, oh, oh shit. Oh, it's okay. Achoo. Gotcha. 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 Right, 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 right. Um, but definitely the verses. If we're just sing, talk, central, you're just like, I don't know what you is. Um, but speaking about not knowing what, what you, you is, is, the next, this is probably the biggest name in our not so big, no names, no games, whatever the fuck we're calling this. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, this is a new project group called Triple H with their new song, 365 Fresh. Did you say Triple H? Ring, 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 ring. Hello? Hello? WWE calling. You're <laughs> going to get lawsuited, bitch. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put out a song and it's going to be called Stone Cold Steve Austin. Yeah, by The Rock. <laughs> Just the... Uh, maybe, you know, you're not going to... I guess Triple H is not going to sue a random Korean group, right, for using his... Uh, name. I, don't, I, don't think, I don't think Triple H, uh, Hunter Helmsley, I don't think he listens to K-pop. I'm just going to take a wild guess. That's true, but you don't name... He's a very, very well-known wrestler. I never have seen a single wrestling match in my life, and I know that name. And I know instantly when I hear Triple H, I'm like, that's a wrestler, bruh. Like, fuck, like, naming K-pop songs the same as other K-pop songs. You can't just call your group name a copyrighted trademark term from another dude. Like, come on. Yeah, dude. so if you guys don't know, this group is Hyuna, um, Pentagons, Hui, and Edon. Edon. Uh Edon starts with E. Yeah, you're like Hyona H, Hui H, Edon. But Edon's real name apparently starts with H. I don't know what it is. I can't remember. We and I did up. not look up whether or not that's really why it's called Triple H. Maybe it's called Triple H for another reason. I'm sure it's like called Triple hot, H. Hot, hot. No, I'm pretty sure because it's Hyona Hui and and Edon, of course. Probably Hyun Hee Jong or something, or he. No, that's a girl's name. But it doesn't matter because his. His name in the K-pop group is Edon, right? Which means that they like the name Triple H so much they needed to force that, force that down your throat, right? Because he's not Edon, aka my regular name is Hyoman or whatever the fuck it is, right? 
He's like, this motherfucker, he's a dog. So Triple H is a Hina Project group. Um, another Hina Project group that you are probably familiar with is Troublemaker. Um, a lot of people were kind of making comparisons to this um, with Troublemaker. And to be fair, we did as well. Everything that was good about Troublemaker is not present in this right. group, though. Like, the thing is, I, I didn't want another Troublemaker, but I did want a reason for this project group to exist. And Troublemaker was interesting, right? Because it was one of the, like, there's a reason why a lot of people like Card now, right? Like, I would say the originator of Card is probably Troublemaker. Because it was the first time that I can recall a guy and a girl dancing together and kind of sensually. At right? least in a modern era. Yeah, modern K-pop era. The thing is, there's the song and then there's the music video. And while I don't think the song itself is is bad necessarily, it it is kind of this 90s throwback joint. While Troublemaker songs are usually more sexy and more dance focused, right? Um, the weird thing about this music video is that there, it is just completely out of nowhere, right? Like the song is a 90s jam, but the MV is this weird film pretty much because there's no dancing in it it's this weird film about suicide or murder or like overdosing getting beat up i don't know what I don't robbery know what fuck like near the end of troublemaker they were getting a little bit too self-serious with their like bonnie and clyde kind of nonsense right and this arguably is bonnie and clyde e Except for three people. Yeah, Bonnie, Clyde, and E. <laughs> e and Edon. Yeah, Edon. Um, but it's just like, it, 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 the song is see, is kind of cheerful. It, it really is this 90s fun kind of throwback. And when you watch the the dance practice, like, it's a fun 90s throw, like, thing. They're dressed in fun 90s gear. Um, but the music video is just totally fucking different. It's like, we're hard and we're moody and and i'm gonna kill myself i'm gonna kill you Kiona murders the motherfucker like they all at the end of the video all three jumping off a bridge like suiciding because they get caught by the cops i i just no it's fucked up like no what is this remember when we were talking about cardinal sins in k-pop music videos this is another cardinal sin we'll say carl cardinal sin triple h okay like a you can't have a music video that's totally opposite theme as the song but you also can't have a music video that is just nonsense and also dark for just nonsense dark's sake like like if your song is dark and about maybe your song is personal and it's about suicide and it's about maybe you attempted suicide and the song's all about that then you can make a dark video that's okay there's nothing wrong with that but you, you can't sing a 90s jam and then have people murdering each other yeah, it's like singing like Barbie Girl and just like shooting the guy in the face. In the like in the music video, it's a school shooting. You <laughs> yeah, know, it's like, like well, you can't do that. Like, um, what? Like this is a prime example of like, like of what I hate about K-pop, where it's just, it's just, you see the packaging seems so blatant in something like this, where it's like, we want, we want you to think this. We want to package Hyona and Edon and whatever this way, like serious. Well, we didn't buy a song like that, but but we want to package them that way. So we're just gonna fucking do that anyways, right? It just doesn't it doesn't match. Which is a little sad because I actually think the song could be okay. I don't think the song's good. I think the song could have been okay. 
Mm. Um, I, I hope they don't ever work together again. But that's not Hyona's fault. And that's not the Pentagon people's fault. It's, just, it's the company's fault. Yeah, it's the company's what direction they want for Pentagon. And they kind of threw Hyona in there because this song... It does kind of sound like a boy group song, the song itself. Yeah, it does. And with kind of like Hyena as a, a featuring, but I don't know who 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 pulled the trigger on this music video. You know, when we were watching it, I I I thought for a second it was going to be a little clever at least and they were all going to be vampires at the end cuz one I don't know if it's Edon or if it's Hui but both of them too though. They're really white. Like really pale in this in this video. So it's Hyona. She's really pale. Like see-through pale. Right. And so I was like, oh man, is this gonna turn into some sci-fi stuff? Because that would actually be kind of interesting, right? Yeah, because I think they hit one of they hit one guy at the car and he didn't die. Yeah. And there's a lot of just weird stuff going on, right? But no, they were because w- once they're vampires, it's serious. And if it's less serious, I don't hate it as much, right? But it turns out it, it was serious. And it was terrible. Speaking of terrible. <laughs> wow. I definitely like this song more than you, Josh. But what well, you're supposed to introduce. Oh, so am I? Don't you? Oh, sorry. Uh, so the last kind of not really big names, no games we're going to talk about um, is Unease with their song, Right. So Unease uh, are the cast members from the show Sister Slam Dunk, uh, season two. Uh, the Korean name is Unease Slam Dunk. It has like Somi, uh, Minzy, and like a whole bunch of other comedians and things like that. Uh, so this song was produced by uh, two people, uh, Kim Hyung Suk and Lee Hyun Sung. Kim Hyung Suk is in the the music video. He's this really really big composer in Korea. He's really OG. You might recognize him if you see him. But um, he produced a lot of like my sassy girl songs and, and things like that. So this song right now is as when we're recording this podcast number one at least on Melon. And for me, I don't know why. I have no clue why. Yeah, the, I mean, this was number one on the i charts or whatever, which is like the conglomeration of all the online charts except for the guy on one, of course. Um, so this is not just n- number one on on Melon. This is number one on. Everything. Everything. Well, maybe overall, not everything, everything but, but overall everything, right? Um, like this song is beating Psy, okay? And Psy is incredibly popular in Korea. Even before yeah. uh, Gangnam Style, he was he's incredibly popular. In and Korea. that is is that indicative of Psy's songs not being good or this song being so popular? I 
Maybe it's, it's both. both? Maybe it's a both thing. Again, um, yeah. But I think this is, it is definitely a bigger sign, I think, of size songs not being as popular. Because this show is not somewhat crazy popular. popular, right? Somewhat it popular. It is somewhat popular. The, the season one song was called Shut Up. And that song was also kind of popular. Like all my students, uh, specifically the girl students, know this song. The Shut Up song. The previous song. Um, whenever I say shut up, they always break in a song. Of, shut up. Yeah. But but that song was produced by JYP. Um, Definitely JYP flavor in that song. Super JYP flavor. I didn't really like it that much. We I don't think we talked about it much on a podcast. And this one is, I like this song more th- than the shut up song. It is um, brighter, more cheerful. So I can I can see why you like it more. But I absolutely cannot understand why it's number one. Like, it, it, it's not like it's an infinite challenge song, right? It's, it's not like this is like... A show that everybody and their mother knows, right? And to be fair, those a lot of those Infinity Challenge songs are really catchy. Some of them, yeah. Um, and this, see now this song, um, it's it's just a head scratcher because everybody is who who's watched the music video has this like, oh, it's so funny, it's such and such is so funny, whatever, whatever, whatever. But at the same time, I, I Stephen and I watched it, we didn't laugh or smile once. So, hey. because of the funny, I smile when I saw Somi. That's different, uh, but yeah. Then I slapped my genitals because I was like, "No, she's too young." And it, it's just, huh? What? Yeah, I, I didn't find it particularly funny, which was funny because we were reading the Reddit comments. Everyone was like, "Yo, this is so so funny." But I'm like, I thought it'd be like size Gundam style funny, right? But it really wasn't. Like, there's a little bit of setup in the beginning that's might be funny maybe if you watch the show maybe for for us it wasn't funny at all yeah um and at the end kind of somi's dad shows up and punishes a creepy guy i guess which was funny but it wasn't really um but the song itself was is like a a nugu group music video they they shoot the video (laughs) probably on purpose in a lot of those nugu sets right um and of course some of the girls can dance, right? Like Minzy can dance and Somi can dance, but the, some of the comedians can't really dance, right? And they're kind of older and they don't move very fluidly. And maybe that's part of the funniness. I, I don't know. Um, I guess. But I thought the song itself, at least the the, the chorus, is a, is a little fun. Definitely not number one in Korea fun, but kind of fun. But fun enough to not hate the song completely? I definitely don't hate it. I definitely like this song more than Shut Up. Shut Up is a little cringy to me at times. Like they're trying to be too serious and they're trying to be too sexy, right? But which which was the joke, right? Which was the joke of the video is that they're they're trying to be too sexy when they're obviously not, except for Tiffany and maybe like one other person, right? Um, but this one is more just like cute, right? And I think the cute part is okay. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> it's just crazy to me that this dude made the My Sassy Girl song. He has over 1,000 song credits to his name, but primarily it's probably all, I would guess 997 songs or ballads. Yeah. Yeah. But there's not a ballad. But it's not great. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Well, Josh, it's 2017 and not much is great. I just looked up on the chart, the (laughs) iChart, and... 
this uni song is uh has 330 points and the Sai love is 223 like that's a pretty big it's a pretty big win you know but anyways i think that's a big that that's a definitely sign of 2k17 when a kind of joke song from a not super popular variety show is number one in a week where fuck is Psy was really you know released um although to be fair Psy came out a little earlier okay to be fair a little bit but we all know once twice comes out good song or bad it's just gonna fucking destroy oh yeah oh yeah um and i'm really looking forward to it i mean we got the jyp jyp's back we got twice i'm still i mean i'm I'm a little sad about Knock Knock, but I'm still on that train. I'm still really, really, really excited. I cannot wait. But sadly for you guys, because of the timing, you're not going to know our thoughts for probably two weeks after. Sorry. Which I I was sad about because that does mean less people will probably check out our podcast because of the keyword twice, right? But it also allows us to listen to the song way, way more than we normally would. Um, and give them give a more seasoned and stewed opinion. Yeah. Um, so look forward to that next uh, main episode, which will be in two weeks. Next week for the after show, ideally we're going to shoot a K-pop roundtable, but I'm not entirely sure on that. So if we don't shoot a K-pop roundtable, uh, we'll probably do either dumpster diving or we'll do a theme. Maybe. We'll see. 2017. You can tell Josh is angry because he's not saying anything. That's how angry he is at 2017, y'all. Mm. When, when I don't say stuff. He, that means that, he's... It means something. He means he's got to poop or he's tired or he hates life. Sometimes all three. Anyways. Well, we don't hate <laughs> you guys, so... Yeah. We'll see you guys next week. Bye.